Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidate interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm Cheryl Daniels and I'm your moderator for the, um, this session and I would like to introduce the candidates for Dane County Supervisor District 5, Chris Hoffman and Leland Pan. Each candidate will have three minutes to answer an initial question that serves as an opening statement. I will then ask questions that alternate as to which candidate will go first with answers of up to two minutes each. Each candidate will then have one minute for a closing statement. You'll now have three minutes to give an opening statement which answers the following question. What educational, vocational, or civic experience do you have which qualifies you for this office, and why are you running for the Dane County Board? Mr. Hoffman. Thank you. Uh, so my name is Chris Hoffman, and I'm uh, running for Dane County Board of Supervisors District 5, as uh, Cheryl said. Uh, and uh, I am a senior at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and uh, my political science degree has definitely prepared me to understand uh, county government. I also currently sit on uh, the Dane County Environmental Council, which has given me experience with uh, county government and has taught me the ins and outs of our, of our county government. Um, and I'm running because uh, I believe we can be doing a much better job of involving students with our county government as well as uh, improving issues with public safety uh, at a county level. Uh, I really see uh, a great underutilized potential in making sure that students are informed and involved in their county government. Uh, I've been talking to uh, students uh, throughout my time at campus, uh, both as chair of college Dems and just as a member of the student body. And uh, I, I hear about the lack of uh, knowledge of what's going on with their county government as well as uh, just a general connection with their uh, government. And uh, I believe I have the leadership skills, knowledge, and experience to improve that, to make sure that we're uh, involving students with our county government, make sure that they know that, uh, that they have a government that is uh, accessible for them. They know that they have a supervisor uh, who they can talk to, who they can come to with uh, their uh, issues with county government, as well as uh, someone who will make sure that they are uh, connected to county government. I want to make sure that we are uh, appointing more students to county government. This is a way uh, to make sure that uh, we have multiple voices across campus uh, talking about their county government and letting them know uh, what's going on both uh, in their local community and connecting them professionally to their local community. Uh, so that's really important for me as well as uh, making sure uh, that we have uh, a safe campus is really uh, important to make sure that uh, we address these issues uh, with the 911 call center that we've been seeing. Uh, I really think that that's uh, an issue that students connect on and that they understand that impacts them uh, directly in the here and now. And uh, I really want to uh, tackle some of those problems that we've seen uh, with the 911 call center. Uh, so uh, I hope to have uh, general campus support and make sure that we're doing a better job of connecting the student body to county government as well as uh, improving public safety, and that's why I'm running. And I uh, hope to have uh, student support on April 1st. Okay, Mr. Pan. Thank you. Uh, my name is Leland Pan. I'm the incumbent uh, supervisor for District 5, and I'm running for re-election. Um, you know, I'm really running for the you know, same reason that I got started to begin with. Um, you know, I'm a resident of Dane County. I've lived in Dane County for over 12 years. I uh, went to elementary, middle, and high school here. Um, and I'm now in my fourth year at UW-Madison. 
Um, also a political science major. Uh, also a sociology major, actually. Used to be a music major, but that didn't go anywhere. Um, the reasons I want to run is really to give back the community that I grew up in and to um, really work to defend the progressive values that I see this community has. Um, and to do that, I really think that I view the elected official role as one that facilitates uh, change on the ground, one that really um, one that really engages the good work being done by folks on the ground to fight back against what I see as regressive attacks at the state level especially. Um, so pushing back against the anti-worker efforts uh, by Governor Walker, um, fighting for continued funding of human services, especially homeless services. Um, I think we see that homelessness is on the rise and it's something that we really need to uh, tackle. You know, we at the county declared housing as a human right. So uh, I think we really need to make sure that um, that becomes practice, not just uh, a nice statement. Um, in addition to that, you know, for me, one of the most pressing issues that I really want to work on my second term is on racial disparities um, in the community. I think we've seen with the Race to Equity report that, uh, you know, Dane County in a lot of ways is leading on racial disparities uh, in the nation, which is, uh, you know, something that I think astonishes people given the progressive roots of this community. So for me, you know, growing up as a person of color in Dane County, I really feel that I have the skill sets to engage these communities and to, um, you know, let them know that they have somebody in government that will work to hear their voices, folks who are underrepresented, um, and ensure that we have policies going through that take into consideration the issues of those that, uh, that, those that are underrepresented. Okay. Um, what do you believe is the uh, most significant issue the Dane County Board will grapple with after the election, and how do you intend to work on it? Mr. Pan. Uh, like I said, you know, I think... Some of the statistics around racial disparities really point it to it as one of our biggest issues. Uh, you know, the fact that the Dane County is 6% black and our jail is 40% black. Uh, the fact that, um, you know, 6% of white children are at or below the poverty line while 75% of black children are. The fact that high school graduation rates for whites is just under 90%, but for blacks is uh, just around 50%. You know, these statistics really point to a serious issue when it comes to equity in our community. Um, I think that you know, most people in Dane County really want to see something about this issue done, uh, but don't know where to start. So for me, it really comes down to engaging the communities uh, that are affected uh, around these issues. So working with uh, communities of color, working with students of color on campus has been a key priority of mine. You know, I'm very interested in uh, finding ways to reduce the racial disparities in our criminal justice system uh, and to uh, further help our education system uh, grapple with issues around racial disparities. Um, you know, I'm very happy to see that, you know, we put in funding for uh, early childhood education in um, struggling areas. Uh, I think some next steps could include finding ways to um, get law enforcement and uh, communities of color on the same page. I think that a level of distrust exists of law enforcement by communities of color, and I think that that's detrimental to both uh, law enforcement's ability to do their job and for uh, communities of color, too. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, law enforcement uh, officers are public servants. They serve the community, and they need to have that trust with the community in order to do their jobs. Um, so for me, that's some of the things that I want to look into, and I think that's uh, one of the most pressing issues Dane, has, um, Dane County faces. Okay. Mr. Hoffman. Yeah, uh, so I, I also agree that racial disparities definitely need to be addressed at a county level. Uh, but even more importantly, right now, uh, immediately after the election, I think uh, we're going to need to make sure that we have uh, a comprehensive uh, public safety effort at the county level. Um, I'm, I'm very concerned about uh, what's going on with this nine 
911 call center, the issues we've seen where we have uh, triple the national average, where we've uh, seen officers being dispatched uh, from the town of Madison when it should have been the city of Madison. And uh, I'm really worried about how uh, that's impacting safety on campus uh, and how uh, students want to make sure that uh, they have reliable emergency services and that when they pick up the phone that uh, they know that uh, they won't, uh, you know, that they have precious time to make sure that uh, emergency services get to campus and get to uh, the necessary location uh, in time. And uh, I really think we need to uh, take a full and complete look at uh, our 911 call center and uh, make sure that we are working with the city on this, not uh, running parallel to them, and uh, making sure that we're addressing these issues and uh, their concerns with, with the center because uh, I want to make sure that we have a safe community and that we have uh, reliable emergency services. And uh, I really think this, this has been a pressing issue and will uh, continue to be in April and into the coming months. And uh, I really want to work hard to make sure that we're addressing that. Okay. Following up, actually, in the area of criminal justice, um, Dane County Sheriff Mahoney has um, begun a conversation about building a new jail, um, particularly in the area to, to handle what he sees as a huge increase of inma inmates with mental health issues. Do you support um, of this proposal or not, and what are the reasons for your answer? Mr. Hoffman. Yeah, uh, I think uh, when we address mental health in our community, we need to make sure that we uh, are addressing it across all levels, that we're providing services uh, that uh, care for uh, all members of our community, making sure that uh, we're taking care of uh, those who need it, not just as uh, members of the system of our jail system, but in our community as a whole. And we need to make sure that we're doing that before uh, we fully consider uh, opening a new jail. Um, but uh, I think it's definitely something that uh, we need to consider, and uh, overcrowding in jails is never uh, going to be a good thing, but uh, we need to also make sure that uh, if, if we're going to go through with uh, building this jail, that uh, we, um, we have adequate funding for it and that uh, we agree that it is a priority and a necessity right here and now. Um, but I, I want to make sure uh, that... We, we do have that necessity, and if we do, I think uh, that should be something that we should consider. Okay. Mr. Pierre. Um, you know, I think there are things about our, uh, our jails that uh, desperately need to be renovated. Um, you know, for instance, uh, I think there was a statistic that was brought up that uh, there are portions of our jail that have the same system that Alcatraz does, and Alcatraz is now a, a tourist attraction, so uh, that, that should say something. So I think ensuring that our jails are a, um, are a humane place um, and are an up-to-date place when it comes to safety uh, for the uh, folks in the jail, I think, is uh, critical. That being said, um, you know, I think if we are going to have a discussion about expanding jails, I think that uh, certainly needs to include more uh, members of the community in that dialogue before that step can be taken. Uh, I think if done in a way that doesn't involve community dialogue, I think it could be seen as... Um, as an awful move, I can think it could be misunderstood in the community. I think that given our issues around racial disparities in the criminal justice system, an expansion of the jail would be seen as an uh, ignoring of the issues already existing in our current jail. So if we are to move forward with um, any sort of expansion, I think we really need to engage, especially communities of color, um, in order to see uh, what recommendations they have. Uh, you know, I think that when it comes to issues of mental health, I think that we need to find all sort of 
all sorts of ways to fund the existing and expand the existing human services we have regarding to mental health. I think we have a lot of uh, excellent um, services that we provide at the county, and we need to make sure that those are adequately funded and those and they can do their jobs uh, properly. Because I think once um, I think that jails are a last resort. Once you get there, you know that's that's it. So really trying to find every way possible to help people before they end up in that position uh, is important. Okay. Each of you has staked out what you see as the most important issue that uh, you see is going. Um, I'd like to discuss, um, because you're talking about a, a specific type of district, which is a little different than some of the other districts in, uh, in Dane County, um, the issue, any one issue that you, uh, another issue that you feel is important to your district that you want to commit your time to as a Dane County supervisor and why? Mr. Kahn. Um, you know, right, so District 5 is uh, mostly uh, UW students. It's right by the lakes. I think one of the issues that uh, in my conversations with students that's always been important to students has been uh, environmental protection, especially of the lakes. And that's one of the things I've uh, worked hard on in my past uh, almost two years as a county board supervisor and hope to continue working on. I'm a you know, member of the Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources Committee. I asked to be on that committee in order to keep up to date with uh, efforts around environmental sustainability. Um, regarding the lakes, I think the biggest uh, next step would be finding uh, more ways to reduce uh, phosphorus runoff into said lakes, um, especially uh, from the agricultural sectors. Uh, you know, Dane County already has a ban on residential uh, sale of phosphorus fertilizer. Um, f- you know, I think the manure digesters are a great first step. We need to make sure that they uh, are safe and continue to work. Um, but I think they're a great first step in getting uh, manure and phosphorus out of the water, uh, out of the waterways. So looking for additional steps. In addition to that, in terms of environmental sustainability, I think in a big picture, I think climate change is really the uh, most important issue, environmental issue of our time um, around the world. And so, you know, I think Dane County r- wants to do its part, and I think that we on the county board have been really pushing for Dane County to do its part. I've been proud to uh, sponsor an initiative to um, inventory all of the uh, sources of greenhouse gas emissions in Dane County to hopefully lay the groundwork for a uh, future steps in reducing said emissions. So uh, hopefully Dane County can play its part in uh, reducing our collective carbon footprint. Mr. Hoffman. So uh, I also believe that uh, the environment is uh, an issue that connects uh, very well with campus. I'm also an environmental studies uh, certificate student, so uh, I've I've studied the issues of the environment, and I know many of my classmates do across campus. Uh, And uh, I also want to keep leading on the environment and make sure uh, that I... Uh, we're continuing our wonderful work at the county board as well as uh, maybe expand and even uh, lead in an even greater capacity. Uh, I would love to spearhead the effort to create a county office of sustainability that would coordinate uh, environmental sustainability efforts not only at a county level but uh, with cities, uh, municipalities, and uh, nonprofits and businesses in the area and making sure that uh, they have uh, kind of that conversation going about how they are uh, improving their environmental impact in the greater county community. Uh, I think that'd be a wonderful opportunity uh, for us to lead on the environment. But not only that, uh, it's also making sure that we're involving students in all these conversations with uh, county government, and that's that's really important. And it's uh, I think uh, really crucial to this district is uh, it's it's definitely incumbent on the supervisor to make sure that students are well connected with their county government. Uh, and I believe uh, we've seen a lot of underutilized potential in connecting campus with county government. And uh, I would want to lead on that issue. I'd want to make sure that we are 
uh, letting departments across campus know about uh, open, uh, open committees that students uh, would wonderfully serve on. Uh, and I'd love to be that pipeline for students. And uh, you know, it's, it's important to have multiple uh, voices on campus uh, letting, letting uh, their fellow students know what is going on with our county government and then uh, how they can get more involved in their community. Uh, I think that's really important and that's uh, an issue I would absolutely lead on as a county board supervisor. Okay. What personal qualities distinguish you in this election and why do you believe this will help, help make you the best representative on the board? Mr. Hoffman. Thank you. Uh, so I, I uh, believe I'm a very good listener. I uh, want to make sure that students know that they have someone who they can come to and uh, who's willing to hear about the issues that are uh, impacting them uh, throughout campus, um, not just with the county government, but with uh, their community as a whole. That's uh, really important for me. And I've, I've always prided myself on uh, making sure that uh, I hear what others have to say before uh, before speaking myself because I think that's very important making sure uh, that we hear them out. Um, I, I also think uh, I'm very, uh, very open to listening and discussing uh, issues with uh, a broad variety of students throughout campus uh, and very approachable as, as just an individual. Uh, I tend to be pretty laid-back person, so uh, I know it's, it's very important to make sure that uh, you're accessible and you're connecting with the student body if you want to make sure uh, that they know what uh, is going on in their county government, and uh, I'm that kind of person, and I think uh, that resonates with my fellow students, and uh, those are just some of the personal qualities that I would bring. Mr. Pam. I think my background in politics is one as an organizer, one as a uh, who's interested in the community and is in grassroots politics. Uh, you know, for me, politics is not a career. It's not a job. It's, it's about um, standing up for what's right. It's about fighting for uh, the right causes. So for me, you know, viewing my role really as a facilitator for uh, grassroots change, you know, really believing in this mentality that change is bottom-up, change is led by the people, uh, I think is my uh, best quality that lets me um, do what I do in this job. I want to continually uh, reach out and engage organizations and students and uh, community members that are working on progressive causes and working on uh, causes that the county can help them out on. I want to be that facilitator for them that allows them to uh, contact their local government and through their local government achieve their goals, um, whether that's uh, defending um, you know, women's health care. Uh, just introduced a legislation uh, declaring that access to abortion is, uh, you know, necessary in order to provide proper health care, uh, you know, or whether that's related to the lakes in terms of um, uh, reducing phosphorus runoff, uh, whether that's relating to racial disparities, engaging students, and to have conversations with uh, law enforcement um, about these issues and about creating a positive dialogue to ensure that uh, positive change results. Uh, I think that I have the skill set to continue these sort of dialogues and continue these conversations and ensure that uh, folks on the ground can uh, achieve their goals and, then, and know that they have an ally in government. Okay. Um, discuss which board committees you think it's most important for the person who's representing uh, this district to serve on and why. Mr. Pan. Uh, I've been very fortunate that I, I feel like I already sit on uh, some of the best committees. Uh, I currently sit on the Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources Committee, uh, which has kept my eye focused on environmental issues. So I think that if I continue to be on that committee, I would be in a good place to 
um, work on environmental issues uh, with students and with the broader community. Um, in addition to that, I currently sit on the Homeless Issues Committee, which we newly formed. Uh, I've been very um, I'm adamant in pushing for funding for homeless services, especially for hopefully an upcoming daytime resource center. Um, so I want to continue to sit on that committee and continue to work on homeless issues, which I think is one of the most pressing issues of our time. Uh, I sit on the Equal Opportunities Commission, which allows me to, to uh, look more closely around issues the county is working on in regards to racial disparities and in regards to um, equity of all kinds. Um, and finally, also uh, sit on Cultural Affairs Commission, which is uh, less political but more fun uh, in some ways. It uh, awards grants to uh, arts uh, programs, and as a former musician, I find it to be a very nice uh, break from all my other committees. But, uh, you know, I really love the committees I sit on. I would love to sit on those committees as well. Okay. Mr. Huffman, what do you think is the most important for you to sit on? So, uh, I, as I said, I currently am a citizen appointee to the Dane County Environmental Council, and we do a lot of wonderful uh, work in the community, making sure uh, that nonprofits have adequately uh, have uh, funding opportunities uh, to improve our natural resources in the greater county community. And uh, I think that's really important to make sure uh, that they have that. Uh, continuing funding and uh, continual preservation of our natural resources. Uh, I also agree uh, with Leland with uh, a lot of the committees that he pointed out are important to campus as a whole, but also uh, the Public Protection and Justice Committee, I think, is uh, very important if we want to uh, address, again, these issues with the 911 call center. Uh, I think uh, it's incumbent upon them to make sure that we uh, have a uh, rapid response from our emergency services as well as an adequate response from them. Um, and I think that committee is uh, very important to campus, and uh, I think safety is an issue that resonates among students and that uh, we understand and is very tangible and something we want to make sure that's uh, happening in our community. Um, so, yeah. At this time, um, I'm going to ask each of you to give a one-minute closing statement um, to the voters. Thank you. Mr. Hoffman. Thank you. So, uh, thanks for having me. It's a wonderful opportunity, and uh, so uh, I, I believe I have the skills, knowledge, leadership, and experience to uh, fully utilize the uh, student potential and uh, connect students with their county government. Uh, I want to continue to uphold the wonderful progressive values that we uh, up uphold in our uh, county board, and uh, I want to lead on environmental issues. I want to make sure that we are continuing to uh, take care of our safety at a county level and uh, ensure rapid response from emergency services. Uh, I think all of these things are important, and I think the, uh, these are all things that uh, I will lead on uh, if elected. So I would love to have uh, the student support uh, come April 1st, and uh, I look forward to uh, continually being involved. All right. Mr. Pierre. First of all, thanks to everyone who uh, uh, allowed this to happen, especially the City Channel and the uh, League of Women Voters. Um, thank you for uh, moderating. Um, you know, hope, I've spent the past two years uh, working around county issues, working on uh, connecting the community and uh, trying to channel the uh, progressive efforts in the community to change, uh, to lead to progressive policy change at the county. And I really hope to continue doing that work uh, in all sorts of issues, whether it's racial disparities, whether it's homeless issues, whether it's the environment, um, whether it's labor, protecting our workers' rights, and really showing that we as Dane County can stand up to uh, the regressive attacks of our state government and we can continue to be a progressive um, stronghold in um, not only the state but in this uh, nation to show that how it can be done, uh, how to create a better world that we want to see. 
Um, so for me, that's really what motivates me to run for re-election. I hope that um, you know, no matter what happens, I hope that folks continue to work with me around uh, pushing for this uh, progressive ideals. And I hope to see everyone at the polls on April 1st. Okay. Unfortunately, we are out of time, but I thank you both for joining us. I'd also like to thank the viewers for watching and remind everyone that Election Day is Tuesday, April 1st. Please vote. If you would like more information about voting procedures or obtaining a copy of the League's Candidate Answers publication, call the League office at 232-9447 or visit our website at lwvdanecounty.org. On behalf of Madison's City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.